Hallelujah. It's a good place right there in your home just to take a praise break and just begin to thank God for his goodness, for his grace, and for his mercy. It is because of his mercies um, that you and I have not been consumed. That's a good word right there. It is because of his mercies um, that you and I have not been consumed. I mean, we have so much to thank God for. I know we might be under quarantine right now. I know you may be working from home right now, but we still have something to be able to to thank God for. We still have something to be able to praise God for. We still have something to be able to tell God thank you for. Thank God for his protection. He has been keeping you literally from danger, seen and unseen. No one in your home has been impacted. You have not been impacted by this disease. You have something to be able to give God thanks for right there in your homes, with your families, with your spouse, all by yourself. Open up your mouth right now and just Give God a praise. Give God a glory. Give God a hallelujah. Give him a praise from your lips. Just tell him, God, I appreciate you, God. I thank you, God. I honor you, God. I reverence you, Father. I heard a preacher on Twitter say that praise and worship are so different because he said, I love what he said. He said, praise, I can thank, I can praise God for the shoes that I have on. But worship says, worship says, even if I don't have shoes, I'm still going to worship you. Even if I don't have clothes on my back, I'm still going to praise you because I'm acknowledging you that you are yet still God and you're God all by yourself. He's just still God. You have a reason to thank him, saints. You have a reason to thank him, saints. You're still in your right mind. You have shelter over your head. Things that we took for granted. Someone would be willing to trade shoes with us right now. You have tissue, praise God. You have water. You have food. You have all of your needs being supplied by God. We have something. We got something to thank God for. We got something to thank God for. Thank you so much for welcoming us into your homes today as we bring you the Hope World experience. Hope at home. Hope World everywhere, literally. And we're so honored. We're so blessed. Out of all the streams, live streams you could be on, we're so glad that you're here with us on this morning. Do me a favor before you, as you're grabbing your Bibles, go ahead and share this. Go ahead and text people. Let them know that the Hope World experience, Hope at home, is, is, is live and in full effect right now. So go Go ahead and share this. Go ahead and share it. Tax some people in it so they can be blessed by the word of God today. Amen. Listen, grab your Bibles, grab your tablets, grab your phones, whichever one you're not using to watch the Hopewell experience. Grab it real quick and go with me. Journey with me to a familiar passage of scripture. Um, that no matter when you hear it, no matter where you hear it, it always blesses um, your soul. Psalms 23, just one verse in Psalms 23. Verse 1, Psalms 23. I'm so appreciative um, for our music ministry and our media team. They have been rolling with me um, every week as we've been trying our best to bring you um, the Hope World experience. So much behind the scenes things have been going on and happening um, to make sure that we can be able to bring you the best Hope World experience possible. So I just got to give a shout out um, to our amazing music ministry, our amazing me media team, our musicians, all of those. They've been rolling with me. And I'm so appreciative appreciative of them uh, for making a sacrifice and rolling with me and helping me to be able to make this thing a reality. So make sure um, that you hit them up, let them know that you appreciate them because without them, there would not be a Hope World experience or Hope at Home, but I definitely thank God and appreciate them greatly. I owe them a trip to Hawaii, amen, once this is all said and done, amen. God's got to make the way in the provisions, amen. <laughs> man, we'll be going. Once you pray that God makes the way, open up the doors, amen, amen. Pay 
paid in full for everybody. So keep praying, saints. Keep praying. God can do it. He can do anything. God can do it. Psalms 23 and 1. Psalms 23 and 1. I'm reading from New Living Translation of the Bible, and I like how, how poetically David puts this. It's just one verse that blesses your whole entire life just by one verse. He says, the Lord is my shepherd. I have all that I need. Real simple. That's all he says. He says, the Lord is my shepherd, and I have all that I need. Father God, we thank you right now for your grace. We thank you right now for your goodness. We thank you right now for your mercy. We thank you for your word, God. Your word um, has been a safe haven to us, Father God, as we have been journeying through this um, pandemic that we've been in, Father God. Your word has been a place of assurance to us to hold our faith, to keep your, your word has been keeping our faith intact. Your word has been keeping our emotions intact. Your word has been keeping our mind intact. Your word has been keeping everything, everything every piece of our lives together. That's why we have not lost it. That's why we have not gone off God. It has been your word that has been a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. It has been your word that has been guiding us, Lord. So we thank you for the comfort, the, the, the correction, the inspiration that we receive from your word. So I pray now that we come to your word ready to be able to feast on what you have to say, but not just to feast, but that we already made up in our minds that whatever your word, whatever your word calls us to do, that we're going to willingly obey it and do what it says. And it's in Jesus name we pray. In Jesus name we pray. Amen and amen. I want to talk to you today, this morning, from the topic, God cares for you. God cares for you. Out of anything that I may accomplish in life, any titles that I may hold in life, one of the greatest titles that I have, that I'm so grateful to God that he has allowed me to be able to carry this title, and that's the title of a daddy. Um, Carrie calls me daddy. I'm kidding, depending on how she feeling, she calls me dada or yaya, whichever one she wants to do. But I am honored to have two little girls um, that calls me daddy. The other night, Carrie's getting ready to go to bed, and I laid her down in bed, and she wanted me to lay with her for a little bit. So I laid with her and I was getting ready to, she has a nightlight in her room. And so if I'm in there with, I don't want the nightlight on. I want to be total dark and I want to be cold in the room. Praise the Lord. Thank God for ceiling fans. Amen. And so I went to turn the light off and she said, Daddy, no, don't turn the light off. I'm going to be scared. I said, hey, Carrie, listen, you don't have to be scared. Whether you have a light or not, Daddy is here. So you don't ever have to have the light on if Daddy is in your presence. You're going to be safe. You're going to be protected all of the time and so she just rolled herself up in my arms and went and went straight to sleep it reminded me it reminded me it reminded me of our relationship with our heavenly father now I know I know you're still trying to catch on to what I'm saying but just stick with me just for a little bit and you can, it's all going to make sense in just a few seconds see what the thing about that Carrie understood was it was not so much about the light being out it was not so much about my uh, the words of comfort that I bought to her. The thing that stuck out to Carrie the most was the care that her father provided for her in the midst of the situation that, have, that could have caused her to be fearful. She was, she was comforted by the fact, not just by my presence, but she was comforted by the fact of my intentional care about her. She realized that not only is my father telling me that I can be able to turn the light off and be okay and safe because he's here, but she realized my father has already scoped out the scene and he is providing, he is providing intentional care 
for me in yes. things I may not even thought about things that I didn't know that were on this way that was coming that was going to impact my life. She realized that my father is intentionally providing care for me. This is a word for somebody this morning because you need to know, I told you last week, that even though we're going through this national pandemic, you may be going through dual crises. You may have your own stuff that you're dealing with. You, then you have the crisis on top of that, and you're trying to navigate both realities of this, both realities of what's happening in your life right now in this time. And it is good news to know that whether we're in the crisis, whether we're in the pandemic or not, it really makes no difference. Yeah. God cares for yeah. me. It is good news to know that when jobs are laying people off and you're waiting, you're waiting for that stimulus check to come in the mail. It's already been signed, but we don't know when we're going to receive it. It's good to know that God cares about you. It's good to know, it's good to know that in the midst of all of this that's going on nationally, my tire just went out and I mean, you may not have the money to be able to purchase a new tire. God cares for you. You may have some health issues that's been going on within your body before all this stuff even came up about the coronavirus. God cares for you. Your marriage is on the rocks. Your relationships is on the rocks. Your life is on edge right now and you literally have no idea what you are going to do. You don't even know if you're going or coming. I mean, you all, you feel like you're on the verge of a psychological breakdown and you have no idea what's happening in your emotions in you and around you, but I've come to remind you that God cares for you. He has an intentional plan that he has for your life. Yes, you, ma'am. Yes, you, sir, of him providing the type of care that you need. He is an omnipresent God. He's everywhere at the same time. He's here with us at 400 East Main Street. He's here with you right there in your home. He's right there in the midst with you, in the midst of everything that's going on in your life because God cares for you. You need to know and you need to be reminded that God cares about you. Yes, he does. David writes this psalm, and I love it because he, he uses the analogy between a shepherd and a sheep. And if anyone could be able to use the analogy and to be able to write so eloquently about the shepherd and sheep relationship, it is David. Now, I remind you, but I know you know about King David. I mean, this great king, great palace, great splendor. I mean, he has servants working for him. But you have to know that before there was a palace, there was a, 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 a before there was a palace, there was a pit for David. There was a, there was a place in his life that was crazy, that was dark, that was confusing. There was a place in David's life where he may have been lonely and rational with some things. Yes. David found himself knowing what it was like to be a shepherd. You have to understand that a shepherd, this was not the top five jobs that you will find on career.com. This All is right. not the one that everybody wanted. No one wanted to be the one that would have to go and clean up behind sheep. No one wanted the job of being a shepherd to go and chase after and chase after sheep that when they saw something that looked better than where they were in, they would drift off to there. No one wanted the job of a shepherd, but David can be able to attest to the fact of how uh, David can be able to attest to the fact the role of the shepherd and the power of the shepherd right. and the provider and the provision of a shepherd and the protection of a shepherd because he demonstrated all of this to his sheep. Uh -huh. And so now David is in a point in his life where he begins to write about what he has experienced as a shepherd himself. But get this, David also found himself, mm -hmm. even though he was a shepherd that provided guidance for sheep, mm -hmm. he realized that he was a sheep 
They needed provision and protection by a shepherd. Yes. And David found the comfort. David found the protection. David found the care that he needed through God, through God. as God being his shepherd. Here's the thing. I'm not going to be before you long this Go morning. Ahead. Here it is. Here it is. Here it is that you need to realize and understand that there is assurance. There is blessed assurance. There is great assurance yes. in making the Lord your shepherd. It's going to be on the screens in just a few moments. It is great assurance. It is blessed assurance Thank in God. making the Lord your shepherd. I like what David says. Look at the text, you all. It says right there, the Lord is my shepherd. David made this thing a personal thing. He did not say the Lord is the shepherd. He said the Lord is my shepherd. And because David demonstrated this through those words, what is David saying? David is saying there's a blessing in making the Lord your shepherd. And the way that you make the Lord your shepherd is through a relationship with the shepherd. But I get it, I get it, I get it, I understand. I know many times we're going around, we're claiming the promises of God. We're laying hold to the promises of the word of God. And I know some might even go over to another stream after I say this. But just hold on just a few seconds. I'm going to say it real nice. I don't want you to go nowhere. So I want you to stay right here with us as we bring you hope at home. You have to understand this and know this. You cannot claim the promises of God and the benefits of God without having a relationship with God. I know, I know, I know, I know. I know you're used to having friends with benefits, but it doesn't work that way with God. God says that if you want to lay hold of the promises of God, if you want to lay hold of what the benefits that I have given you through my word and the promises of my word, it has to come with a relationship. I'm not just a one-night stand. I'm not just somebody you can just come and kick it with and get your knees. No, I desire to have a relationship with you. And David it says the Lord is my shepherd. He's letting everybody know around him that even though I have been a shepherd and I have led sheep, I am still yet a sheep that needs to be led by a shepherd. Yes. David understood that even though I've been able to lead others, I have to learn how to come under someone that can be able to provide for me, come under someone that can be able to care for me, to come under someone that can be able to protect me from danger seen and unseen. Yes. He says, the Lord is um, my shepherd. And here it is, saints of God. Here it is. Could this be a moment in time right now, a moment in history where God is trying to get closer to you? There's no reason now why you should not be reading your word. You ain't got nothing but time now, baby. You got nothing but time. There's no reason now why you should not be praying. Again, you have nothing but time. Now, I mean, you can break down the Bible. Amen. For the next three months of, of the next few weeks, I mean, you can help me lead Bible study. Praise the Lord. Because you have the time now to get into his word. Why pastors are so important for me? I got you at Hope at Home to bring me the word. But don't just leave it just for me. You need to have him as your shepherd. I have him as my shepherd. But him being my shepherd has nothing to do with him being your shepherd. This has to be a personal thing. Because when life comes at you and throws you all over the place and turns your life upside down, that's not the time for you to try to figure out if the Lord is your shepherd. You need to know from the very beginning of time that he is mine and I'm his. We need to know that I'm in a personal relationship with God. Thank you, God. Yes. 
say amen right there. It's all right. You can go ahead and say amen right there. Because David says, the Lord is my shepherd. He's letting us know I have a relationship with him. I have a relationship with him. I know him, and he knows me. Pastor swears, but I got you. That's all well and fine. But there is no way, there is no way, there is no way, sir, that I am comparing myself or lining myself up with the sheep. I hear you. I know that's what you're saying because you realize you've already Googled and looked up what a sheep is. You realize and you looked it up and realized that sheep are dumb. I mean, they need to, they, they, they need total care. They need total guidance. They need total direction. And you said, well, Pastor Williams, that's not me because I'm smart. I got degrees. I got I got letters before my name, in the middle of my name, and after my name. I'm all set to go. I, I take seminars. I take webinars. I don't need all of that stuff. I'm good. I'm self-sufficient. But David says, again, even though I, I am, even though I'm a king and I've dealt with sheep and I've been the shepherd, I've been, I've done all that. David realizes the fact that I'm still a sheep that needs the tender care of a shepherd. Yes. Realize yes. I can be all that in the back of church, but I still need a shepherd. Yes. I can have all the degrees in the world, but I still need a shepherd. I still need someone mm-hmm. that can be able to provide care Thank for me God. in the way that I'm not able to do for myself. I love this because I know Psalms 23, it's, in, it's, it's packed with so much, and I don't want to go to the rest of the verses. I just want to deal with verse 1. But a shepherd provides three things. It's more than just three things, but I just want to give you three things this morning. Um, that way you can be able to take your son that real early. Praise the Lord, and eat your food real good, too. Here it is. Here it is. David says right here, the shepherd provides care. The shepherd provides care. This is the job of the shepherd. The shepherd is the one that's out there in the pasture. The shepherd is the one that's out there in the field tending to the sheep. The shepherd's job is to be able to meet the need of the sheep before the sheep even knows they have a need. (laughs) I love that right there. The shepherd's job is to be so in tune with the sheep that he can be able to sense when a need is about to arise and before the the sheep even knows it. The sheep, the shepherd has already made the provision that's necessary for the sheep. That's how God does with us. He provides total care for us in every aspect of our lives. Somebody, I know you're tired of being in the house. I'm right with that. I'm right there with you. I know you want to be around other people. I know you want to be able to go to the mall. I know you want to be able to have your options to go out to eat. I started thinking about crazy stuff that I want to do once we come out of quarantine. I want to go scuba diving. Oh my gosh, I've never done that before. But just the idea of being in the house all the time. I want to do stuff now that I've never done before. Now I might change my mind after the fact, but as of now, I want to go scuba diving. Hey man, once we come out, I want to go snorkeling once we come out of this. And so the shepherd's job is to be able to know already what the sheep is in need of. And God does that for us. And here it is. Could this be a moment in time right now where you have been talking about how busy you've been. You've been talking about how tired you are. Oh, if I could just have an extended break. Oh, if I could just have a moment to catch my breath. Oh, if I could have some downtime, I'd clean out my closet. Oh, if I could just have some downtime, I would deep clean my house. Oh, if I just had some downtime. And here it is. Be careful what you ask for, what you pray for. God has given you just what you've asked for. He's given you the break. Been talking about working from home for years. You're working from home. 
It is the intentional care of God that he looks out for us and he knows the end from the beginning and he knows how everything is going to fall. That's why saints of God, as believers of Jesus Christ, this is no need for us to be walking around here with our heads down low. This is the purpose for us to be able to walk it around here, not knowing what we're going to do. All we have to do is look for the sovereign hand of God and see how his hand is moving in the midst of a pandemic. He provides care for us. He provides care for us. He provides good care for us in providing for the needs that we have. The shepherd's job is to make sure that as part of care to make sure that we don't dip off and go into other areas where we shouldn't. So not only does the shepherd provide care, but the shepherd also provides protection. It's the job of the sheep. That's the job of the shepherd. That he has his staff. His staff is there for correction, and his staff is there for direction. All right. All right. <laughs> and the shepherd's job is that when he looks and sees that a sheep has gone into a different pasture, when he looks and sees that a sheep may go off into a, may dip off into another area of the pasture, they may cause him to die. The shepherd's job is to leave the 99 behind and to go after the one and to be able to bring them back. Using the staff to be able to maybe put it around the necks and guide them back or just use it as a guide to bring them back to the right pasture. Sometimes the shepherd, Mm -hmm. by way of protection, thank you Holy Ghost, will have to break the legs of the sheep Mm. and put the sheep around his neck and carry them back to the right pastor. Oh gosh, oh gosh, oh gosh. It is something, okay, here it is, here it is, here it is, here it is. Sometimes, thank you Holy Ghost, Come on. sometimes yes, God's protection for us mm-hmm. is breaking us. Sometimes God's protection for us is causing a little harm in our lives. Why? Because now once the sheep legs are broken and now the shepherd throws the sheep on his back and carries them back to the pasture. Now the sheep has no choice but to rely upon the shepherd for everything. They can't walk. They can't, they can't do nothing. They can't, they can't move. They can't do anything. They're totally relying upon the shepherd. Could it be that God has you at a moment in a space in time in your life that he had to he had to allow you to get terminated he had to allow you to get the he had to allow you to get laid off so that now you can be able to know that the lord is my shepherd that he will take care of me that he will provide for me that he will care and protect me sometimes god has to break us in order to protect us. Sometimes God has to allow for a little pain, just a a little sprinkle of pain to hit us to protect us. Shepherd, throws him on the back, carries him, and now the sheep is totally dependent on the shepherd. Please hear me when I say this. Don't allow, there, 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 there may be times where God has to break you, but come on now, saints. One, one, one breaking should be enough for you to be able to realize, I, I need right. to depend upon the shepherd. A, a, a little bit, a half a sprinkle of pain should be an eye-opener to you to realize, I need to depend upon the shepherd. Here it is, here it is. This is what Matthew, this is what Jesus told us in Matthew, not to worry about what we're going to wear, not to worry about what we're going to eat. Our total reliance should be in him 
provided for us. Our identity should not be in what we have or where we work. Our identity should be in Christ because if you lose your job, what you going to do? <laughs> if all your money is gone, what are you going to do? You still need to know that without as much money I had in the bank, without the job and the status that it brought to my name, I have a God. I have a shepherd who is mine that will care for me and protect me. But here it is, saints of God. Protection. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you. Protection is only useful when you're allowing the one that can to protect you. Protection is only effective when you're allowing the shepherd to protect you. Here it is, here it is. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. Many of us were real stubborn. I know. I know. Don't, you, don't you turn that. Don't you go to another church. Stay right there. Many of us were stubborn. We're stubborn. We're stubborn. We're stubborn. We're stubborn. Oh, my gosh. We have to learn the hard way. We can't learn through somebody else's experiences. We want to travel down our own path. We want to travel down our own road. I want to make, I want to create my own road. There are some things that you can be able to learn from somebody else, but because we're so prideful and arrogant and stubborn God has to break us continually over and over and over and over again in order for us to be able to realize he broke you at the right time to protect you because there was something coming your way that you had no idea that the only way that God could be able to get you out of the way was to break you down so that you could be able to allow him to be your shield and your protection thank you God shepherd's job to have his staff of direction and his staff for correction. If God is always having to break you in order for you to surrender, if God is always having to sprinkle a little pain in order for you to accept his protection, I'm sorry to say this, but the problem isn't God. The problem is us. The problem is not him. The problem is us. The issue is not with God. The issue is with us. The problem is not with the shepherd. The issue is with the sheep. God brings about, the shepherd brings about care. Brings about protection. Here it is, number three. It's right there, the latter part of verse one. The Lord is my shepherd. Semicolon. I have all. That I need. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. David says, I know from personal experience, I know from personal experience that he is a provider. And someone we someone needs to know that right now, that no matter what's happening in your life right now, no matter what's going on in the world right now, God is your provider. If you get a stimulus check or not, God is yet still providing for you. God is yet still taking care of you. God will yet still protect you. He's looking out for his children. David said, I, I pull, I roll back the romance of my life. And David said, I once was young, but now I'm old. But I've never seen the righteous forsaken on his seed begging for bread. God is not some absentee father that will abandon his children and be back on child support. No, he is a very present help in the time of trouble. He is a father that is always present, a father that's always provided, a 
father that's always caring. So now because he has set the stage and allowed you to see that I will care for you, that I will protect you, that I will provide for you. Now I need you to trust me. Because the care, the protection, and the provision of the shepherd won't happen until you care, until you trust him. And that's our problem. That's our problem. That's our problem. We're, we're so self-sufficient. We're so self-sufficient. Oh, my gosh. I could do this on my own. All I need is me, myself, and I. No, 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 no. You need the help of the shepherd. Well, you don't know Pastor Swims. You don't know who I know. You don't know my connections. The best connection you can be able to have is God. He can put you in rooms where people said that you would never be in. He will put you. He will put your name in other folks' mouth that don't even know you. He will cause people that hate you to be able to bless you when you are connected with God. He says the earth is mine and the fullness thereof. Yes, thank you, God. Thank you. Care, protection, and the provision of the shepherd only comes. It's only available when I when I trust him. Yes. I pray that I can be able to trust my God. The way that Carrie and Kenny trust me. Yes, thank you, Jesus. They lay down every night yeah. without a care in this world. Mm-hmm. They are oblivious to what's going on. They just yeah. want to play with their cousins and go outside. That's all they're worried about. But they go to bed every night. Mm-hmm. They don't have a check over list that they give me before they lay down. They don't say, Daddy, in the morning, are we going to have milk? Are we going to have cereal? Are we going to have snacks? <laughs> Do you already have our stuff for our bubble bath? Do you have our toys for the tub? Do, you, do we have clothes? Are we? Uh, no, 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 no. They rest and they go to bed at night knowing that daddy has already met the needs that they have before they even have them. And here it is, thanks to God. You and I need to trust the shepherd. Yes. Trust him. Just like our kids trust us. Here it is. Here's the problem. It's hard for us to accept the care of the shepherd mm-hmm. when we're shepherds in our own eyes. Woo, say that again. It's hard for us to accept the care of the shepherd when we're trying to be the daddy instead of the child. It's hard for you to accept the fact, here it is, That God cares for you, that God will care for you, that God will protect you, that God will provide for you. Because your picture of what a caretaker looks like has been distorted because daddy wasn't there. It's hard for you to depict what protection looks like because daddy wasn't there. It's hard for you to depict what provision looks like because all you know is that David said, the Lord is my shepherd. I have all that I need. In other words, I won't lack nothing. Mm. Thank you, God. David won't lack why? Because he accepted the fact that he's mine. He's my shepherd. He's mine. I, 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 I trust in him. I'm not, get this, I'm not just calling on him because I need something. He is not my spiritual sugar daddy. Yes, tell it. I just call on when I need something. No, no, no. David says, I have a relationship with him. I know, I know, I know. I know your tax is gone. I know, I know you're waiting. You're hoping you get a stimulus check. Make sure you make sure you call up on your child support, otherwise you're not getting it. He says, he says, David realized he said it, he said it, he said it. The Lord is my shepherd. I got all I want. I won't lack nothing. 
Because he is my yes, shepherd. Yes. Thank you, Jesus. Change roles. I know you, you, you're used to being in control. You're used to handling everything. You're used to making all the decisions. This is something that I am learning during this whole pandemic and leading in this moment of history that you cannot learn in books. There's no books written on this yet. Books. <laughs> but I'm literally having to trust him. God, lead me. Help me to be able to still care for your people. Help me. Lead me, Father God, in making the right decisions. Help me. Pro provide for us. Take care of us. Protect us through all of this. But I have to take off my pastor hat and realize I'm still a sheep. Yes. yes. Put aside my title and never forget that I'm still a child of God. Yes. Thank How, pastor, do I apply this to my life? This is it's real simple, but it, 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 takes, it, takes an act, it takes an act of surrender on your end. Mm -hmm. A sheep's job is never to worry. All right. Ooh, let me say that. Let me say that again. A sheep's job is never to worry. Okay. But only to trust and follow the shepherd. It is not your job. Worry should not be a part of your DNA. Anxiety should not be a part of who you are. As a sheep, as right. a child of God, as a daughter of God, as a son of God, your main priority should be to trust, trust. and to follow. All right. I love it. Paul says over in Philippians, he's sitting there writing, reminiscing. He says, hey, right into the church, he tells him, hey, listen, don't y'all worry about me. He said, I, I know, I know I, I, I know how to live with much, I know how to live with little. In other words, he's saying, listen, I know what it's like to have a good steak, and I know what it's like to eat some crackers and potty meat. He says, I know, All I know. Right. He said, but I've learned, I've learned that whatever state I'm in. Yes, sir. Come on, Pastor. He said, I've learned how to be content. Why can Paul say that? He says, because my God shall supply yes, all of my will. needs. Yes, he will. According to his riches and glory. I like what Paul says because he doesn't say, he says, he doesn't say the God. He says, my God. My God. It's, <laughs> it's a personal thing. <laughs> Sheep's job is never to worry, but only to trust. And follow God. Who am I talking to this morning? That that's where you're at right now. Yes. Again, you 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 have stuff going on pre-Corona arrivals. You're stuck. You, you you're straddling between two opinions. Faith is pulling you in one direction, but then you got worry and anxiety double teaming you on the other. Literally in the Greek, string, literally in the Greek, worry means strangulation. Mm. It's causing you not to breathe. Worry and anxiety is causing you to stay up late. Now you're pacing the floor. Worry, the concern. I'm sorry, but you've taken on the role of the shepherd when you just be a sheep. And here's the good thing about it. Even when we give everything to the shepherd, the shepherd isn't worried. <laughs> say it, say it. The shepherd ain't losing no sleep. 
Because he knows how everything is going to end. Yes, he does. I know I keep referencing this story because I love it. If, if I reference a certain passage of scripture or a story several times, that just means it's one of my favorites. The story over in John with the two fish and five loaves of bread when Jesus told them, hey, feed them. When he already told, when he, before he even gave them the instructions, he already knew what he was going to do. He wasn't concerned. He wasn't worried because he knew his God was going to provide. That's why he told them to take the little boy's lunchbox, bring it to him, sit everybody down. He lifted up towards God. He said, Lord, I thank you. Thank you. <laughs> For what you've already done. Already done. And multitude, estimate around 15,000 people were fed and went home with leftovers. Step out of the role of shepherd and sit down in green pastures as the sheep. God cares about you. I want to I talk to the one right now that you're battling loneliness right now because you're you're isolated from everybody. Depression is literally knocking at the door. But let me tell you, lift up your head, daughter. Lift up your head, son. God cares about you. God cares for you. He will keep your mind in perfect peace. Keep your mind if you keep it stayed on him. He will give you a peace yes, he will. That's the truth. that will surpass all human understanding. He knows, he knows, he knows, he knows, he knows that you, 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 you thrive off of being around other people and being, being in rules with people. But now it's just you and him. Let him be a friend to you. Let him be a confidant to you. Let him be your everything. Talk to the one that's worried because of lack of employment. God's got you. David said, I once was young, I'm now I'm old. I've been through some things. I've, I've seen some things. I, I've experienced some things. But one thing I haven't seen, I ain't never seen him abandon me. Never seen him walk out on me. Never seen him forsake me. I ain't never had to beg because he's always been taking care of me. There's going to be an amazing testimony that you're going to have once this is over. Get it ready. Get your post ready. Get your shouting shoes on. Tell Elder Core to turn the organ up. Because there's going to be an amazing testimony after this of God's provision for your life. Sheep never have to worry. All we got to do is trust and follow the shepherd.